Hey, guess where you're at? Guess what you're listening to? That's right, your favorite show. No, not Breaking Bad. What are you talking about? The SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast, of course. Entertainment, infotainment, tips, tricks. I'm trying, I'm, I'm your advocate to turn you into a millionaire, a multimillionaire. I'm trying to help pay your bills. I'm trying to get your kids through college. I'm trying to help your wife get that new purse again. More makeup, extra cars, vacations, that boat you've never wanted. All that and more. That's who I am. I'm your financial advisor, but not technically, because I can't legally be that. But as an advertising uh, motivational speaker, I'm all that and more. So jump on in. If it's your first time, welcome. If it's your 80th time, welcome times 80. And we appreciate you. Very thankful. Uh, so what's going on? Let's do the recap, and then we're going to get into enchantment, like Disney style. Snow White and the 56 dwarfs. So, Ron, what kind of repairs you had lately? You know, I'm going to lean in and tell you. We had the Super B 392 Challenger. It's funny, my wife, my wife, my daughter, don't know why that crossed over. Delete that. Um, I was thinking about my wife a second ago, and then I crossed into my daughter. So anyway, let's, there it is. Um, Super B 392 Challenger. My daughter was cruising through the shop yesterday. She was there doing some paperwork. And I uh, wish I could tell you what kind of paperwork, but I can't. Um, and uh, she just muddle, mum, uh, mumbles douchebag as she walks away in this car. And Jeff, my the painter, body man extraordinaire here, and I start laughing. And I'm like, why do you say that? She's like, because anybody that drives that car is a douchebag. She's 21, you know, that she has, we all have preset forms of opinions, you know, we have stereotypes. And my daughter, my 21, who, who has an eye for style and class and everything, it's her mind that somebody drives newer muscle, they're kind of douchebags, which is kind of funny. And of course it's not true, but in her mind, it's, it's probably an unsophisticated person who's trying to maybe, maybe show something. I think she's almost thinking like it's like 60-year-old bald man on Viagra. I, I don't know. I didn't ask her, but th- it was just funny that that was her immediate impression, you know, uh, of that. And and I was thinking of my daughter and my wife at the same time. My wife was talking to her about it, too, and had a good laugh about it last night. But, but uh, anyway, very cool car. As soon as it starts up at idle, it's burning rubber. I mean, this thing's very sensitive. Pe- I, I don't like the pedal that sensitive. Um I mean, it's just asking to be driven into a wall. Uh, anyway, so quick, quick comment about this guy, guys. If you're gonna, if you want to communicate with your customers, cert- there, there's TMI. There's too much information. I, I thought I was gonna help this guy. We had to pull a wheel, so I sent him. I sent him, hey, I just want to let you know I had to pull the wheel, but I also want to let you know that it's back on and it's torqued to spec. You know, and I, and I took a photo, and then he's questioning about the torque specs, and I'm like, shit, dude, I'm just trying to let you know that I. Didn't forget to torque your wheel, which a lot of people do, a.k.a. Jiffy Lubes and shit, right? So it's like, all right, whatever. Um, so he uh, – then he starts asking all kinds of questions. Then I show him how we how we gained access just to be fully full disclosure, no no drilling holes, blah, blah, blah. Because the challengers are paying the ass with the pull the rocker, and the rockers have holes at the bottom. Blah, 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 blah. 
uh, with all the foam and shit, guys. Those those quarter pounds suck. Just FYI, I know a lot of you guys have done them. Uh, and then same thing. Well, that looks like a hole right there. I'm like, yeah, that's a factory hole. So I'm TMI. I should have never sent him all this shit. This guy, I thought he would just say, hey, say thanks. But instead, I'm getting questioned every step along the way. So, so the information highway stopped immediately. That was it. Two texts and done. Trying to be, be you know, go extra, and it just ended up becoming a di a, a dialogue, a dictionary. Um, Ram stump stump jumper. We're just about done with that. Jake did a great job with a fist fist dent from a girl's uh, Mazda CX-5 that her grandfather drove into in the driveway. Uh, that was a nice $1,300 repair. Tesla Model S, Jenna's gold-wrapped S is finally done. Uh, and then what else? The purple Prius, torn bumper, and a few other things. That one's done, as well as the Santa Fe with Dan Kenny, who loved to call me about three or four times a day. Oh, man. Retired people. Guys, get hobbies. Jesus. Go play Pinochle or something. So anyway, there you go. I mean, there's probably a few more in there, but those are the main highlights. Music today brought to you by Paco de Lucia. No longer with us, but one of the best flamenco guitarists to ever cruise the planet. Uh, one of those guys that has the high forehead, but the long hair in the back. Hey, whatever works, Paco. Um, and this podcast is also sponsored by SAI, PDR training and marketing training. Uh, if you need a consult or you want to grow your business, you know where to hook out to, right? There you go. Uh, or reach out to, I should say. Um, so, coming off of yesterday's podcast about um, where I told you we'd segue into enchanting. Uh, basically, I, I said, if, you know, if you're not enchanting and going beyond, <coughs> you're just hitting the marks and you're eventually going to be ran out of business. And I, I truly believe that if you're in a a market that's going to have competition. Competition generally is going to fight, and the cream's going to rise to the cop, and the crop, the top, crop top. Don't know why I had cop in there. All right, so all kinds of new words coming out today. It's good. We like to create uh, new words and have a secondary dictionary. All right, so enchanting. Let's go. Si let's just do a little sidebar real quick. So this huge uh, publisher reaches out and says, "Hey, we want you, Brian." We've reached around a lot of the thought leaders, but it, it's just not working out. These people don't have time, or they just don't seem to have the wherewithal to put together a PDR book. We want you to pen it. We realize you've been in the industry for 30 years. You seem to have a good grasp of all things related to the paintless dent repairisms, and we'd like you to do a book. I said, all right, how much? What's it going to pay? Thinking this is such one of those bullshit things where, you know, you got to, well, if you pay for the cover and da-da-da, no, it's free. We're going to literally pay you. You give us an outline in PDF, and then we'll give you your first installment, and then you get installments along the way. The total will be six grand, and then you'll get some royalties. And as I'm thinking about, okay, these guys are legit. They got a website. They're selling how-to repair books. You know, how to fix a transmission on a Buick, and and how to tune up a Volkswagen. Blah blah blah. Okay, oh, you guys are real. All right, cool. Um, so I sent him an outline. He loves it, and then he says, okay, what about the marketing? And I'm thinking to myself, there's no freaking way. I'm going to put all my 30 years of marketing, especially my, my newest gained, you know, grasp and, and high, high movement levers. You know, basically had to turn something into a millionaire, literally, you know, the blueprint on a, on a book that I'm going to make six grand on. You know, our, our PDR student spends almost that with us, you know, and that, that information is prized. I'm not just going to give it out to all my competition and everything. I'm like, you know what? We're not going to have marketing that book. Well, we really want a marketing together with the PDR. I'm thinking to myself, this is a how-to book about PDR. 
It's not a marketing book about PDR. If you want to go part two, fine, and you're going to have to give me a lot more money than six grand. I go, I could sell, you know, on on some of these, uh, not Clavio, who, who is uh, Coursera and some of these other online places. We could have a niche marketing book for PDR and probably sell it for 2500 bucks, you know, a course. And it would be well worth it, trust me, because if you follow, it's step by step. If you follow the steps, you're going to be, you're going to be doing seven figures a year. All right, done. It's a playbook. It's a framework. It will work. It's been, we've replicated this thing multiple times over and over and over. So anyway, so we may, we may not do the book. They're going to have a meeting about it and see if they can just make it a how-to book about PDR and leave the marketing out. And I said, you know, I can't even go in there and just do like a, a gloss about marketing because then the people that do read it and, and my name is attributed to it, it, it may look like I don't know marketing, right? So it's either all or nothing. And I'm like, with you guys, it's going to be nothing. We're just going to do PDR. So we'll see. I'll keep you posted on that. So anyway, back to Enchantment, Walt Disney style, Disney films, uh, Aladdin, whatever, whatever film you can think of that was enchanting. You know, uh, God, I can't even think of half of the Beauty and the Beast, blah, 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 right? So what are we really trying to do? We're basically trying to win over our customers and lock them down so hard that they wouldn't even sniff at another, another service, right? And it's worked. It's not easy. You have to go beyond to delight. Oh, man, Brian, I'm so tired. My wife's up my ass all day long. The kids, I'm changing diapers. You know, I work three jobs right now in addition to PDR. Uh, I, I don't have that time for the effort. I don't have the energy, and I'm not creative. Well, then you ain't going to be enchanting because it takes all that. You got to go beyond. It's not easy. I get it. You have to have an extraordinary effort, and which means energy, and you have to dig down. We all can be creative. I, I, I don't believe that there's some natural creative – you know, I think there's a process, and I think if you employ it, and if you have to reach out and get a few more brains to jump in, so what? But you can be, you can tap creative juices, uh, even if you have to have multiple people. And remember, we talked about why this is all important, why you should be doing it in the last podcast. If you're skipping ahead, a lot of our podcasts are sequential, so go back and listen to it. The one before this, where we talk about how you're going to lose your business if you don't do this shizzle. All right. So the three main steps. In the customer relationship, the timeline, and there might be more, but these are the basics, okay? You might have multiple steps within these steps, especially at the beginning. They might reach out and see have see you three or four times before they pull the trigger. All right, I'm going to call this Denko. This looks – it's in, it's intriguing. Who is this BJ? So anyway, or what is a BJ? Had to say it, sorry. So first contact. Discovery, usually online, but could be offline. They saw your card; it was wrapped. Uh, maybe you were referraled, right? Uh, a buddy, a friend. Um, you could have had a flyer out there, left a business card on somebody's. Who knows, right? That's the first contact. Okay, so uh, the second is service completion, and then the last is post repair. Those are the three things. It's before you meet the girl, it's while you date, and then it, it's after you break up. So. There it is. All right, so first, brand impression. When they see that car, they see your car, a friend tells them about you, it doesn't matter what you think your brand is. It's what other people are saying about you is your brand, 1,000%. Tough tacos. You don't like what they're saying? Change the message, change the feeling of the client, and you'll have changed your brand. Because at the end of the day, it's, oh, man, I think I'm hip, and I'm really good, and I'm I'm a technically great tech. Well, they're saying you're kind of sloppy, and you're, and you're expensive, or you're, 
or they're, you're just you're meh. They don't. There's nothing special about you. They're not. They're not. Or they're not talking. Okay. Wow. I guess that's all in my own head. Yes. Yes, it is. So what's the first important thing on the first first touch point? The first impression. It's trust. Trust. They have to trust you. Would you date a girl you didn't trust? Would, would somebody date you if they didn't trust? Man, I'd like to go out with that dude. He's, he's hot as shit, man. He smells awesome. And he's got such big muscles. Those. But I always see him talking to the girls, and his eyes are always looking up and down girls. I'm dressing him. I don't trust him. Well, you're probably not going to get the business, are you? And reputation. Reviews. If you have a good rep, and unfortunately, we're very we're vulnerable online, aren't we? Never, never more than, than now can somebody inflict damage on a competitor with very little retribution. It sucks. If you get somebody that wants to come after your ass and be a douche, like my daughter said, a douchebag with the, with the challenger, it can happen. It really can. You know, We've had a few clients this week that, that were not enchanted. Like I said earlier in the podcast, we had one guy that just thought that the price for a ridiculous repair – was 150 and it was 200 and jeff jeff was pissed and i had another customer yesterday that says brian i think you told me 75 for that dent which i don't do i mean i was hooking him up on a on a job that was a body shop job so and i, and I said i told him it was 95 but he thought i was lying and he went through his text he's like oh you're right but how did we not get enchanted somehow along the way he just got confused nothing i can do i mean yeah i could have said you know what you want 75 we'll do for that all right then i probably wouldn't have ruffled his feathers but at some point, right, we have to toss away enchantment and get paid. So it is what it is. So reputation, you have to have a good rep. Who tells the story best, guys? You? If you have a video online, you're talking about your, your story. And unless you're so freaking captivating and charismatic. You know, I'm trying to think of an, an actor who's charismatic. Like, I don't know, Bruce Willis or something or. Maybe Leo or whatever. Leo was pretty good in Wolf of Wall Street. So let's say you got Leo DeCap, and he's talking about your your dent company, Dentco. Ladies and gentlemen, you may have some scratches and damage to your vehicle, you know. And, and there's Leo talking about Dentco. Probably not going to happen. And if it is, it's going to cost me a fucking pretty penny. But yeah, that might work. But other than that, forget about you and me. Your former clients are your best people to tell the story or their friends. Their, fr your, their friends and relatives are the best advertisements. A, they're free and they're 1,000% trusted. Oh, you believe that they were good? They treated you right? Fuck yeah, I'm going. Right? That's the way it works. And what does that cost? Dick. Sorry, nothing. So speaking of dick, you have to go hard at these guys. See what I just did there? When I say these guys, I'm talking about your clients. So you get their friends. You get their family. So how? Well, I'll tell you right now. Show examples of hyped customers before your customers meet you. How do I do that? We've talked about that. You're going to have videos of the reactions of the repairs. Too many PDR texts, guys. This is going to be this is going to be painful. So just listen in. Take the pain. Take, here comes the pain. All right. What movie was that from? That was a uh, Al Pacino movie. Here comes the pain. He comes running out of the bathroom with his gun, and nobody's even out there. God, that was a good movie. Anyway, and no, it was not Scarface. Um, 
So you're going to have examples of hype customers before they meet you. You're going to video. Oh, I know, I know what I was going to say. Too many PDR techs want to do before and afters. Guys, yeah, people, they, they assume that the work's going to be good. We all take that for granted. We know it's not, so we're showing them something that we know that's different as a tech. So unless you're going to be selling PDR to another tech, which you're probably not, you have to get into the mindset of the customer. And the customer is looking for feels, for feelings. They want to feel good. That's like a massage. Oh, you do dance and massage? I'm in. Kind of weird. No, we don't. We're, we're into enchanting, but we're not going to do massages. At least I hope not. So you want to show these examples via video. Written word is good. Video is better. Doesn't video capture emotion a little better than text? Yes. And text half the time gets emotion all screwed up. It doesn't really display accurately feeling, does it? This person said I'm a douchebag. Well, he texted me that, but he meant it in a good way. You douchebag. I love you. You know, something like that. So rely on video. So examples of hyped customers after the repair. So the customers, they get to know about you. They see these videos. They're reading reviews. They're seeing pics. Those are all touch points. And if the customer sees all this stuff before they meet you, the rest is a freaking mic drop. It's easy. And as long as you don't fuck up and contradict their initial impression of your brand, it's a lock. You know, if the price jives and everything else works and you can do the repair, it's, you, you've already pre-sold it and you're going to get more money. All right, so let's talk about phase two, the ser service completion step. I'm going to assume, and this is probably a big assumption, that all you guys can actually push and perform. Hit the marks. Do the repair. Step two in this is you got to do the extras. We talked about this. Brian, what do you mean by the extras? Well, guys, we wash cars when we're done with them. Some of you mobile guys, it might be kind of hard, but you could. You could have a mobile wash guy come out and, and be waiting for you in the wings right after you do it. If you're doing a big dent, let's say it's over 500 bucks, Jared or anybody else, I think it's kind of smart. Have a mobile wash guy come out, pay him 25 bucks, bang that car when you're done. Man, the dent's done and you're washing it and you're handing back the keys? This is a class act. How many of you guys do that? I don't see any hands raising. Might be one or two, but maybe after the hail, guys. I'm sure Evan does, and I'm sure some of the other hail guys do. You better. So we had a white Mercedes, older S-Class, white-haired ponytail guy, kind of like a Jerry Garcia, you know, Grateful Dead disciple. He spent like 200 and change with us, just some minor repairs. And he told uh, Jeff when he picked up, he's like, man, you guys are a class act. I can't believe you washed my car. It looks amazing. The repair is great. And, and I didn't even spend that much money. He's like, you have my business. I'm telling everybody else about you guys. Yep. There it is. Ding, ding, ding. Enchanted. On to the next. The customer has to know what you did, by the way. Let's say he would have came out, out later in the day and he didn't mention the wash. I will tell them. Yeah, luckily we had time to wash it too. It came out pretty nice, huh? Nice and clean. Yes, tell them. Tell them. I was just thinking of an analogy about you meeting, meeting a girl and you want to tell them about your equipment down, downstairs. But, And I know some guys probably do. I don't know about that. I don't know if that's a good analogy. We'll move past. Other things you could do, headlight polishing, extra dents, just polishing uh, a panel. I like to polish hoods on cars that are a little bit uh, dismayed, if you will. Tire dressing, trim dressing. Just make the car look better when it's going to roll out. Not just the damage you did. Holy shit, you did that? Oh, but you also fixed my windshield crack I had? 
You did send me a picture about it. Yeah, I did that. Come on, what does it take? What does it take? I've even thought about giving out mini detail bags. Coupons for other services is another good thing. That's not going to help Enchant, but it's also going to help them know, oh, you know what? I had a really good time with Billy, and now I can do these other things. I'm going to come back. I've got a customer whose car is here right now, his Cadillac. In the, the last two weeks, he's been here four times, and not for bad things, not because we fuck shit up. All new repairs. He loves spending time with us, and he's bored, and he's retired. Does the customer even know they're the things you do? That's why the, the service lists and the coupons. The guys, the cheapest customers are the ones you already had and trust is already built in. They will close if they have the budget and the need. Don't forget that. The cost of acquiring a new customer, the CAC, versus cross-selling to a, new, a regular customer is – there's no comparison. Here's another thing you do as far as the bonus. There's a body shop around. I think it was Fountain Valley, Fountain Valley Body Works. Uh, their logo was Have a Nice Day, and it was the smiley face. But they changed the eyes a little bit so that, you know, like more, more oval. So they didn't uh, infringe on the trademark. So they gave away these T-shirts with this smiley face. And I think it, it said Fountain Valley Ball works really small and it said, you know, have a nice day. People wore them everywhere. You know, they mow the lawn with them. I see them at restaurants sometimes. I'm like, holy shit, this guy, you know, he's popular. And he did these wacky commercials where he'd have like the, the boat Corvette, the Corvette boat car out in the harbor and all that kind of fun stuff. Man, somebody's coming here at 6.50. That's an early drop-off right there. So you guys might be hearing a customer reaction right here. Anyway, so that body shop did great. And they sold out, and they did great. They retired well. So we have one more face, and I got a customer getting ready to come in, so we're going to see what's happening here. Maybe she might interrupt. Post-repair. So automatic text, following up, emails, Asking referrals, asking for reviews. Okay, That's not going to enchant per se, but it does tell the customer that you appreciate them. And what's the overarching theme here? Thank the customer. When you first meet them, thank you for reaching out. Be humble yet confident. Be appreciative. I look forward to meeting you. Wow, I never hear that. That's personal. Business is personal. Remember, it's a show. you got to put on a show, Circus Master. Appreciate the business. Hey, you know, I'm glad I met you, and I'm glad I have a new friend. I'm here for you and your family and friends, by the way. So there it is, guys, the whole nine. All right. I'm going to cut it loose here because I got a lady. It's right before 7 a.m., and she's getting ready to pop in here right now. And it might be kind of boring if we just have some dialogue, some diatribes. But anyway, I appreciate you guys. Have a great weekend, and we'll catch you on the next SAI TDR podcast. Bye-bye for now.